Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rappin' on Racing. Hi, this is AJ Flake, driver of 410 Sprint Car in Western Pennsylvania. You're listening to Rappin' on Racing. It's kind of ironic when you're on hold for a long period of time, eventually the computer voice will come on and thank you for your patience just about the same time you're ready to scream because you're on hold so long. Where do they get the idea that we're being patient? Hello, I'm Don Gamble. Good evening and welcome to Rappin' on Racing, February 13, 2024. Guests tonight include Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, seven-time Lernerville Speedway 410 Sprint Car Champion A.J. Flick, and track photographer Steve Scarupa. A note to all our listeners and drivers, please make sure you send a valentine to your significant other. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, joining us now is Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Tyler, you got some good news that I think is going to make the drivers pretty happy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's more than just the drivers, too. I think the fans will be happy to see this as well. But we are very excited to officially announce that we will be uh, having some purse increases for the 2024 racing season for our four paid divisions for our weekly racing events. And as well as a lot of the specials, too, will see it. But the weekly action events that we see most in every Saturday night down there at Thirst Monster Half Mile will have uh, purse increases attached to it. You know, every time I talk to you or I see something, I think, well, gee whiz, I think they got all the bases covered, and then, boom, you come up with something new. This is great. You and Blair got this figured out. Hopefully, right? Otherwise, uh, if it doesn't work out very well, we might be looking like fools, but the the goal overall is to, to really dig into this to this momentum that we currently have. And I think that a lot of the spectators and drivers throughout Western Pennsylvania and beyond see what's going on at the racetrack, see the excitement and want to be a part of it in some capacity. And it's not an easy decision to make, to be quite honest with you. Blair and I had several discussions on how strategically we wanted to go about doing this because everyone knows that the rising cost of motorsports is glaringly obvious. It's, it's frightening so you have to be very careful in how you do this. So several conversations have been had on the best way to go about this. It was a decision that was not made lightly, but overall we felt that it was absolutely necessary to do it uh, to make sure that the drivers were taken care of to help offset their costs of getting their cars to the racetrack every week. That's an excellent idea. Hey, and this is a little off the track as far as the racing, but I saw a real nice posting, and I even put it on my page 
where you're hiring some folks at the track. And I thought that was pretty smart to do that uh, because the concessions and the, the products that people, you know, whether they want to go and, and, and get uh, a bite to eat or something to drink, that's important because most of the fans are going to be hungry or thirsty when they get there. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, you, you hope that they support and patronize the local restaurant in the area prior to the racing. But while they're there, you hope that they patronize us as well. I think that at PPMS we have very, um, what's the word there, affordable menu items. So the, the best thing that we want to promote moving forward with the community in mind is that we don't break the bank for a night out with the family. That's always been the cause. Even with the Miley's in charge for the past 35 years, they wanted to make it so that people come to the racetrack and not break the bank in order to do it. And we're keeping that in mind moving forward. We have some spe- uh, some special meal deals coming up, too, that we'll be able to talk about at a later time that we're trying to finalize with Coca-Cola and Burke's Hot Dogs and stuff. But nonetheless, I think that the, the concessions are a, a tremendous need, and having people working in them is so crucial as well in, in all parts of the racetrack. The ticket workers, the concession people, that adds to the overall experience of the racetrack, whether people realize it or not, especially the ticket takers. That's the first interaction that any person coming to the Speedway has with the Speedway. So if they have a negative interaction there, it's not a good start. So we were looking for concession staff. I believe we filled all of those positions at a very rapid pace, which is just a, a total blessing. And uh, we're really looking into a really good shape moving into 2024. For 25 years, I always went to the promoters' workshops in Florida. And I'll never forget one of the uh, better-known promoters there said, the most important person at your racetrack is the person that they meet when they buy their ticket. If the ticket seller smile. Welcome to the track. Have a nice evening. Sets the tone for the rest of the evening. Exactly it. And if you think about it, when you're sitting in the the bleachers watching the races, you don't have staff and employees walking around generally to check in on you to see how things are going like you would at a restaurant. So your interactions with the staff typically is is if if, uh, they have the unfortunate matter of seeing me in the grandstands, uh, that might be unfortunate. I might pick on them, or they might have a positive interaction. Hopefully that's the case. But nonetheless, it's the ticket workers, it's the concession workers. So those are two very vital positions, so they might not seem like they're important. I think they're the most important of anything. Exactly. Well, let's talk about the schedule. Always something interesting or exciting on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, the first two coming up immediately come to mind. It's the it's the Pot of Gold 75 coming up in rapid fashion. We are 39 days of this recording away from, from having this race, and it's creeping up fast. And uh, no pun intended there with the Fast on Dirt 410 Sprint Car Series, the ULMS Racing Series, and the SCDRA Northeast Racing Series as well. It's going to be a really exciting show. We've seen the Fast on Dirt Sprint Cars for the past couple of years at the Speedway. That was a, a series that Matt Miley really put his um, time and effort into to getting them there. And Aaron Fry puts on a phenomenal product. And I think that that product is only going to excel this year with the um, deterioration of the uh, all-star sprint cars and then with the newly found high-limit sprint cars. I think there's a void there in our region, and I think it's going to be filled by Aaron Fry's Fast on Dirt 410 Sprint Cars. So you got them, ULMS, who's back for the first time since 2017, and the SCDRA Northeast Sport Compacts for the first time ever in series history at PPMS. 
plus everything that we have going into that event. You've got wheelbarrow race, you've got a bagpiper, you've got Irish food, Irish themes, come dress as an Irish person. It's on St. Patrick's Day weekend. There's no better way to spend it than at PPMS for March 16th. We're super excited for the event. We obviously know that the weather needs to cooperate. It has so far, which is tremendous, and we hope that that continues through to March. You know, Tyler, I've been going to races for a long time, but I don't think I ever saw a wheelbarrow race. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have either. Um, I've seen videos of it on YouTube, and I think it's interesting. So if everybody plays the part, especially once we get those participants, if everyone's dressed like, you know, with their Irish hat and their fake orange beards and dressed like leprechauns or just in any sort of green, I think it'll be really entertaining. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see how it plays out. I think it's going to add a lot of entertainment to the show, uh, the short amount of time that it's going to be there. But nonetheless, I, I think it's just... I think it's just fun. It's something different, and I think it's really going to add to the overall show. Well, the key word, first of all, I want to let our listeners, if they're just joining us, we're talking to Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Think about it, and again, at these workshops, 25 years down there, another thing I learned was we're not in the racing business. We're in the entertainment business, and fun is a good thing. Fun is necessary, uh, especially if the kids are having fun, because at the end of the day, if the kids are having fun, they're going to ask their parents to come back again sometime, and that's the overall goal. So our, our demographic there at the racetrack is actually surprisingly younger than what we uh, expected, um, but nonetheless, it's, it's, it's a very positive thing. And moving forward, that's going to be our intent and our motion moving forward is getting these communities involved that surround the racetrack, let them come out and be a part of it in, in more ways than just racing. We have other events scheduled. we got a big monster truck show scheduled that's uh, two nights, and it's going to be Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. I think that will draw a lot of people. Uh, monster trucks are exciting, as they should be. Uh, so we're, we're doing more than just racing. It's all motorsports, and there's other things in the works, too, that are going to continue to just expand our horizons there at the racetrack to continue to get the community more involved. I think something that all the drivers enjoy is autograph night. I understand that's coming up in July. Yes, July 6th, and it's it's one of our most popular in, in nights of, of the year, plain and simple. So it's always great to have autograph night, but for the past couple of years and this year continued, we can officially announce that the Laurel Highlands Council will be there at Scout Night as well. So this is open to the Laurel Highlands Council, but it's also open to all scouts as well. So if you're outside of the Laurel Highlands Council range, like Steubenville, Ohio, and beyond, or West Virginia, or even if you're in the Girl Scouts, you're more than welcome, so long as you are in uniform, those kids will receive free admission and the adults get a discount as well at the gates. So we're, we've always had a tremendous amount of success with the scouts. And, and I, I just want to see more there because I think that we provide tremendous value. I think it's right up their alley for the scouts. I think it's a great night out. And especially if the kids get in for free, that's, that's even better. Where it's, it's hard to find free entertainment anymore around this area. All right, listeners, uh, Tyler and I are going to need to take a break. We'll be back with more news after these messages. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our fans and competitors alike for an abundantly successful racing season. 
2023 was a historic year for Dirt Sponsor Half Mile, and it could not have happened without the support of our marketing partners. Always safe, flagging and traffic control, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, the Coriopolis Record, Crawford Auto Repair, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, RacingJunk.com, Rorick Automotive Group, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Summit Racing Equipment, TMT Transportation, Yingling Brewer Company, Zarin Truck and Automotive, Zufall Communications. Bigger and better things are currently in the works for 2024. Stay up to date with all of the updates by following us on our social media platforms, including Facebook, X, Instagram, YouTube, and Threads. PPMS.com will have all of the info that you need as we prepare for our season opener in 2024. The new Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, 170 Kelso Road, Imperial, Pennsylvania, PPMS.com. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver. And we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. My Grandpa Lou is the reason why my dad and I started racing, and I'm really proud to follow on his tracks. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. I've learned a lot on this journey with my Grandpa Lou, and the memories of my grandpa will always be with me. And in our family, we're used to getting involved, and I encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to caring for your loved ones. When I think about Alzheimer's and the impact it had on my family, I recognize that losing a race isn't such a bad day after all. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Talking about Alzheimer's can be really tough, but if you notice something, have a conversation with your loved one. Encourage them to see a doctor or offer to go with them. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, we're back. We're talking to Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Let's pick it up where we left off. Yeah, we were just talking about Scout Night and how important Autograph Night is and those community uh, fan-focused, kid-focused events that we're going to be having spread throughout the season. Super important, and uh, that's also, like I said, it's very important. But what we kind of let off earlier, kind of wrap it back to the very beginning, Dawn, and what I was talking about earlier with the, the purse increases and how important those are to the drivers. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more specifically about that, because now that we have the facts and figures in front of us, I think that at first I was uh, a little bit, I don't want to say underwhelmed, but I wasn't sure what to expect. But after compiling all the numbers and seeing just how much is going into it, I, I really am pleased with with how much it is, and I think that the drivers will certainly appreciate the the generosity going forward. And this is all on behalf of our marketing partners. And I'll I'll go ahead and list some of them here in a little bit. But twenty five percent increase in purse going to the full weekly program. Uh, that's going to total just over thirty thousand dollars throughout the course of a thirty one race season. Um, and I think that's pretty generous and significant moving forward. I think that's a good start. I think that as we continue to grow as a racetrack there, I think we can continue to kind of invest in that. And as more marketing partners come on board to support what we're doing, I think that'll be easier to to justify as well. But I think it's a great start, and I I hope the drivers and the fans feel that way as well. Well, you're going to be putting the pressure on some of the other speedways if uh, they want to keep up with you guys. Well, just speaking candidly, and this is just full transparency, full honesty, 
as much as I would like to think that that's true, I still think that we're behind the eight ball, and I think the numbers will show that. After comparing what other racetracks pay for other divisions, I see where they're at. I see where we're at. But at the same time, though, this goes back to some of the key points of what the Miley's were able to do for the past 35 years. And that is run a very conservative race program without outspending, without outspending themselves. Yes, I said that correct. So without outspending themselves, they were able to continue racing operations for 35 straight years, which is almost unheard of in motorsports. So they did a very successful job or conducted themselves very successfully in, in running a weekly racing program or running a, a yearly program there at the Speedway. So we're getting there. I think the goal is to do this very conservatively because we've seen racetracks historically through time uh, spend a lot of money and then maybe not be able to uphold that uh, payout because they're not getting the, the, the cars count or they're not getting the fan support at the front gate and they find themselves collapsing very quickly because the you know drivers need more money, but then you pay more money, but you can't afford to, and it just leads to collapse. So we are, again, we're doing this very strategically, very carefully, and it's very targeted as well. So I, I think overall this is a good starting point again. Have we covered uh, pretty much everything you want, or is there something, something else you'd like to add? Well, I think just uh, I talked about the weekly side, and I think the more impressive side of that is over $180,000 has been added to the overall purse fund in 2024 with the special events factored in. And that kind of starts right off with the 36th annual Lucas Oil Late Model 3rd Series Pittsburgh 100 weekend presented by Big River Steel. That's already been announced as 50000 to win on Saturday, October 5th, with over $80,000 in purse increase committed to that entire weekend alone. Uh, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, they stepped up in a big way as well. Two fast on dirt 410 sprint car series shows, the Schaefer Specialized Lubricants Western PA Sprint Speed Week presented by JS Bova Excavating, uh, and then a unsanctioned race coming up on Saturday, July 13th that will also pay 2000 to win with a total purse of $11,500. So these are, these are events as we look through all of our purse increases um, that we really wanted to focus on the structure through the middle and at the bottom. Uh, as much as we would love to reward the top end, it's very indicative and very important that we also reward the people through the middle of the pack because they're spending the same amount of money, uh, maybe a little bit less getting their cars to the racetrack, and we have to keep that in mind. So um, to see a number like $180,000 is very shocking, and it almost kind of stops your heart a little bit. But uh, this is where we hope the competitors and the fans will see the, the effort going into this and um, and then and so just choose to support PTMS moving forward. And I, I think that they will. I think people see what's going on there. I think they're really excited about it. And, and I think we're going to have a very successful few years moving forward. Sounds like a lot of thought went into this process. And I really, uh, I salute you and Blair for, for putting this all together. This is really great. Yeah, and, and again, it goes back to the marketing partners, as I mentioned earlier, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rourke Automotive in uh, comparison or in partnership with Chevrolet Performance, uh, Fuel Required, new sponsor in 2024, I always say flagging and traffic control, um, the Crawford Auto Repair as well, and several others. All of those par marketing partners can be found uh, over on ppms.com forward slash partners, I believe, our sponsors, rather, ppms.com forward slash sponsors. And also, I, I'd be very remiss if I did not mention 2020 Landscaping and Tree Service. That's 
Blair's baby. That's his primary company, and that is truly what's also helping fund this racetrack. So um, if you're in need of tree care, tree service, lawn care, maintenance, retaining walls, patios, anything like that, 2020 Landscaping and Tree Service would be happy to give you a free estimate. Um, they're tremendous people there. We have tremendous work staff over there. They do a great job. So, uh, again, it, it, this, none of this, Don, could be done without tremendous marketing partners in Big River Steel as well for, for helping us out with the Pittsburgh year in and year out. Without them, it wouldn't be possible as well. Didn't you tell me one time that uh, Blair's company also does snow plowing? We do commercial snow removal, and uh, it's, it's kind of funny, right? The snow snow removal side's kind of ending now, and it's going to be start transitioning over to the landscaping and tree service side. So that there's no halt in the process of 2020. So we're constantly moving. We're constantly doing stuff. So if you have a commercial property through the Pittsburgh region, reach out to us. We'd be happy to get you an estimate. I'm ready to wrap up if you are. Okay. Well, I have a funny sidebar I want to discuss with you. Later on in the show, Steve Scarupa is going to be on. Now, he's the uh, track photographer, and he also helps you out with some of the Internet postings and stuff like that. But what I find was funny, he started coming to the track when he was about six years old. And a couple years later, when he was able to do it, he would walk from his house to the track. And I said, well, how far was it? He said, four-tenths of a mile. I I had no idea he was that close. Then he talked about one night he was there on his quad, and it rained, and it was muddy, and he had to drive it home in the rain, but it was a short ride. (laughs) Yeah, that's not too bad being so close to home. Yeah, he's a character. But I think the fans will enjoy hearing what he uh, has to say. Well, if you're happy, I'm happy. I want to thank you for being with us this evening. And I hope the opener and all these other special things are a big success. I hope so, too, Don. I I appreciate your time. So March 16th, everybody, St. Patrick's Day weekend, the pot on Gold 75, a pot of Gold 75, rather. Uh, The weekend after that, it'll be March 23rd, a first-ever gender reveal party at PPMS. So I think you're going to want to be a part of that. But nonetheless, special start times in March, 12 p.m. And for all information, just head over to ppms.com, and the newly revised ppms.com, brand-new website over there, and keep track of our social media tabs as well. Thank you very much, and uh, you have a nice evening. You do the same, Don. Thank you. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Race fans know by now that Rappin' on Racing takes you behind the scenes with in-depth interviews of drivers, promoters, and racing personalities. But now it's time to go under the hood and see why another local legend laps the competition. 
Number one, Cochrane is Western Pennsylvania's leading automotive retailer and has been earning fans of the tri-state area since 1965. From luxury coupes to heavy-duty trucks and every type of model in between, they have it all. Choose from 19 new car brands plus thousands of pre-owned vehicles. You'll also get number one, Cochrane's best price up front with total transparency and absolutely zero hassle. It's known as clearly better car buy and you won't find it anywhere else. Visit a local number one Cochrane store near you or buy online anytime with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Number one Cochrane, proud sponsor of Rappin' on Racing. All right, fans, joining us now is Steve Scarupa from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Steve, how are you? Good, Don. How are you doing? Good. Now, my first question is people, no, they've probably seen your pictures, but a lot of racers have a short attention span, and they might say, well, who is Steve Scarupa? So before we get into uh, the racing part of it, who is Steve Scarupa, and what do you do in real life? Uh, in real life, uh, my main job is a wedding photographer. Um, I've been trying to get out of weddings, though. I'm moving more towards web design. I've been doing a lot of web design stuff in SEO and uh, really trying to go that route right now. So I've been swamped with websites, and things have been going pretty good. Well, I've seen some of your wedding photos, and they're just out of this world. They're beautiful. But I think what a... Pr- impresses me most not only the racetrack photos but every once in a while you'll put a photo up there of a sunset or or something that has nothing to do with racing and it's so beautiful what inspires you to take that kind of photo thank you um so um i don't know what the people know too i um teach skiing at snowshoe mountain in west virginia and um, the reason I got into photography, um, when I first started working at Snowshoe, the resort's beautiful. Um, if, if you haven't been there, it's an upside-down ski resort. Like most ski resorts, when you get there, you're at the bottom. You ride the lift up to the top. Snowshoe's upside-down. You get there, you're at the top. And um, it's in West Virginia. It's the second-highest peak, but only by a few feet. But every all around you, you can just see all the lower mountaintops. It's so beautiful. And um, I had a point-and-shoot camera at the time, just cheap camera and um i wanted to take better photos for my friends and family back home so back about 2013 2014 i bought my first professional camera and started shooting landscapes there because that's you know i didn't have clients or anything yet so um i was shooting all those landscape photos and that's why you see them from time to time still so well when I first met you at Pittsburgh, my perception, this guy's kind of a laid-back, free spirit that pretty much does what he wants to do. Is that a good perception? That is perfect perception, and I've been told many times I'm a jack-of-all-trades because I've had many jobs. I do many things. I always look at things like there's nothing I can't do. Um, if I can't do it, I'll learn it off of YouTube. YouTube's great for They call it YouTube University, so... <laughs> All right, now let's focus on Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. I guess, uh, if I understand correctly, Justin Lamb, who's one of my favorite drivers, um, 
he took you out there to get some pictures of him. Why don't you pick up the story from there? Yeah, that was, uh, I forget what year that was. I think that might have been 2016 or 2015. He brought me out. Um, I was going to document the night for him. I actually rode my quad to the speedway from my house on the road. And um, halfway through the night, we got a monsoon, and the water was about knee-deep in the pits. I was sitting in Justin's truck for a while. And then finally, I just had to hop out, start the quad up, and ride out of there in all the water. And I rode it home in the rain. It was crazy. Um, but it was fun. And then uh, the next week, I went out and documented the, the night for him. And um, then after that, I just started going there on my own and, you know, shooting photos every now and then. And then uh, Matt Miley saw my work and brought me on, and, and I just... The rest is history, I guess you could say. Well, your work is incredible, and I know over the years, whenever I needed a photograph, I'd say, Steve, can you help me? And bingo, I'd get it right away. So, I, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, I always appreciated that. All right, now, it's my understanding that uh, sometimes they list you as PR and photography, but you say it's email marketing. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? Yeah, basically, I market the track through email. Um, I guess you could call it PR. Um, I found if you look up the definition of PR, it's pretty different. But um, basically, I do the results, and then um, through the week in the off season, I send out a lot of emails and you know trying to get people to track um, special offers. Um, usually, what happens is Tower posts it first on Facebook, and then I gather up all the stuff and then send it out through an email. Um, this off season, I've been trying to send at least one a week. Um, some weeks I miss, but um, yeah, it's been going pretty good. So we're really looking forward to this coming season. It's coming Fan up quick. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Steve Scarupa, whose main job at the Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is the email marketing and the photographs. Now, when you talk, the photographs just blow me away. I mean, some of them. A lot of guys will take a picture in Victory Lane, somebody standing by the car, but you get some pretty creative photos. When you're doing that, what clicks in the head that says, well, geez, I'm going to try something different? Um, nothing really clicks. I just, every since I started shooting, I always just shoot what looks cool and uh, what looks cool in the camera, depending on what lens I use. And I just, I don't know, everybody says I have an eye for it, but I well, literally, I just shoot what looks cool. <laughs> now, you mentioned Tyler, and between you and he, the Speedway's getting an awful lot of uh, online uh, advertising uh, information. I mean, I don't, it just covers everything. And I think it's uh, a perfect combination what you two are doing. Actually, uh, Tyler's going to be a guest on the show when you're on. So, uh, sounds like a good. Uh, Good combination, and I'm really amazed at what uh, Blair Crest has pulled together in a very short period of time. I mean, when he bought the track, it was a Friday night, and he turned around, and he, and they had a race the next night, and I think his smartest move he ever made was when he told Tyler, I'm going to keep everybody, because apparently they all know what to do, and uh, he hit the ground running. Yeah, it's been great. Um, it's I literally thought the track was going to get bulldozed. Um, it's been was for sale for the longest time, and whatever, we all thought it was going to get bulldozed. But it's been a blessing that Blair bought it, and um, it's this season's looking amazing. So I'm really psyched about it. Well, and he's like you. He he thinks outside the box. I mean, here's a young guy that uh, went to Parkway West, and uh, he studied. Uh, 
uh, landscaping and things like that, has a very successful business, 2020 Landscaping. And did you ever hear the story on why he decided to buy the track? Um, I heard bits and pieces of it. I'm not really, maybe. Well, here's, here's the story I had. Okay, he outgrew the place where he was for his equipment. And a friend of his took him to the races, and he's looking around, I don't know, 190, 200 acres of ground there, and he's probably thinking, wow, I could put a lot of equipment in here. One thing led to another. They got together, and he bought the track, and that was really good news for all the local racers. Oh, yeah, it's great. I'm so happy it's going to stay a racetrack for years to come, and it's been great. Yeah, it, um, I remember seeing a listing on, I was on the Internet, I was on Facebook, Someone posted um, something, the listing for the track, and then we saw it was under contract, so I must just power and said, be prepared to get questions, you know, because we've been getting them through the years. And then um, Ben was bringing Blair around um, a couple races, and then right around the 4th of July, he took over, and it's just been great. It's been amazing. And, you know, I give Miley's a credit, credit 30 plus years, they kept the place going. But I think a couple factors, they were getting a little bit older you know, maybe on the borderline of getting burned out. So it was a good move for them to be able to sell it to somebody that can carry on the tradition maybe for the next 30 years. Oh, I completely agree with that. It couldn't happen any better, honestly. Now, uh, Steve and I are going to take a break because we have more to talk about. We'll be back after these messages. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. Hi, my name is Jason Bush from Bush Brothers Tire Service. We are one of the best tire dealer and repair shops in Allegheny County, offering phenomenal customer service, expert in-house with more than 30 years experience to ensure premium craftsmanship is done start to finish. Bush Brothers Tire Service was started by my uncle Paul Bush, and Father Martin Bush in May of 1985. I, Jason, joined the company in early 2000. We offer state inspection and emissions testing, tire sales, tire maintenance, wheel alignments, general auto repairs, brake service, 
and free estimates. We are located at 1931 Monongahela Avenue, Swissville, PA, 15218. And for any additional information, you can reach us at 412-351-5342. fans we're back we're talking to steve scarupa from pittsburgh's pennsylvania motor speedway track photographer and email marketing representative now when you're putting something together to get out to the fans and there's so many things that uh, blair's doing one of the things that i really like was the focus on family and kids because if a kid comes to the track and has a good time they can't wait until next week to get mom and dad to bring them back to have some more fun. Yeah, that is so true. And actually, um, I started coming to the track as a kid. I was probably six years old the first time I, my dad took me to the track. And then um, I just, I've been going there ever since I was six years old. And you're totally right about that. that getting the kids to the track is very important. Famous quote from Lynn Geisler <clears throat> about kids. You know, what a... How would people feel, regular people, if the kids couldn't wait until a weekend to be with mom and dad at the races? I mean, that's priceless. Yeah, it totally is. I remember when I was younger, I used to work odd jobs. I wasn't even, I was 12, 13 years old, and I'd be working on Saturday early in the morning, and I just couldn't wait to get to the track in the, in the evening, so... Now, was Dad, was he uh, involved in anything other than uh, just being a fan? No, he was just a fan. Um, he would take me, and then once I was old enough, we used to actually walk there. Um, a bunch of group of my friends in middle school, we were 12, 13. I remember we used to walk up there, and Ty was always working the gate. and So, yeah, that's crazy that she was my boss after that for a while. So. Well, in mileage, how many miles is it from where you live to the track? Point four miles. Oh, jeez. Well, then I fly it with the drone. I feel like I fly the drone there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now that brings up another good point. Uh, how involved is it with you using a drone? I see a lot of the pictures, but what is the balance between the drone and and just your regular camera? Um, the drone really depends on the weather. Um, if it's windy it's too windy i can't fly um and also i have to be careful because we're right at the airport we're in class bravo airspace um the track is there's like a five mile radius around it and um the track is like right on the edge of it so i just have to be careful with altitude i have to file a report with the faa telling them i want to fly and get clearance and all that stuff but 
Um, there's an app. I have an app for that, and uh, it works out great. Thank yeah, you. it's really dependent on the weather and the sunset. If we get a good sunset, I try to fly the drone. Now, it's my understanding that maybe you're wanting to kind of get away from the wedding photos and get into uh, web designs. Bring me up to speed on where you are with that. Yeah, um, I, I I love shooting weddings, um, and, but I also love designing websites. So um, I've been doing that freelance in my spare time. I actually just finished a website yesterday. Um, but I have a whole bunch on my plate. And, um, yeah, I, have, I need to design my own two websites. And um, I'm so busy with other people's websites, I don't have time to do my own. So, Are any of these websites you're working on now uh, with racers? They are not. Um, I would love to do one with racing, but they are not. Um, I just did one for a YouTuber, um, and, uh, yeah, it turned out great. He loves it. So, Well, I'm going to put your information on Facebook, and they'll be able to hear this interview. And since I have 5,000 Facebook friends, maybe we can get somebody up to speed on what you're doing. If you need to get in touch with Steve, his number is 412-721-2770. That number again is 412-721-2770. Now, how about email, if they want to get in touch with you with email? Um, probably my easiest email is stevesgroupofphotography at gmail.com. Uh, that's the one I check the most, and most of my other ones are linked into that one. So stevesgroupofphotography, gmail.com, all one word, dot gmail.com, sorry. So your history in racing goes back to, what, four, five, six years old? I was a, well, we moved out this way when I was about six years old, So, and um, it wasn't long after that we went to the track, so I guess six, seven years old, something like that. One of the things, and I've had it on several of my Facebook pages, is racing is something that allowed me to get a lot of friends that I never would have had if it wasn't for auto racing. Yeah, completely. I totally agree with that. Uh, most of my friends are in racing. Um, I have a ton of racing T-shirts from drivers, and <laughs> I could wear racing T-shirts for probably three weeks without needing to do laundry. So. <laughs> well, a favorite quote, and Lynn Geisler, he's family. Uh, I said to Lynn when he was retiring, I said, are you going to give up racing? He said, I can't. I said, why? He said, if I get give up racing, I won't have any friends. And that's about the size of it because – that's that was his whole life focus was was racing former champion at many many tracks and now he's involved with uh, alex Faree, and uh, it seems like a combination that's working out for everybody yeah it's great i remember watching lynn back in the day he used to he, well, he used to win a lot did i don't know you're probably not old enough to realize this but you know he started out in sprint cars no i did not know that that's interesting yeah didn't go over well with his mother. I mean, there was a time I was riding his mom to a wedding of one of the family members there. And she said when she first found out that her husband and Lynn and his brother were doing that, she was going to have them arrested because she wasn't happy with what they were doing. But things worked out after that. And that's when he, I guess he got started at Heidelberg in a claimer, but that was only for one year and then uh, got into the uh, full cars. Now, of of all your uh, racing and weddings and all that do you have a favorite photo that maybe is hanging on the wall above your desk in your office 
Yeah, I have a few. Um, I have a vivid metal print of the point at Point State Park, the fountain. Um, it's during a sunset. I think I shot that after a senior session. We just had a beautiful sunset, and I printed it out on vivid metal. It looks beautiful. And then um, my other one is uh, it's a 20 by 30. Um, it's the Pittsburgh fireworks. I shot off the roof of the casino. Um, I forget what year it was. It was like 2017 or 18 or something like that. But I have other photos that I haven't printed, so um, that I like a lot. Um, there's a couple landscapes that are really beautiful that I I need to print. Um, I have like um, probably top five. So cool. Well, fan- my racing ones too, though. So fans, uh, as I mentioned, we're talking to Steve Scarupa, and if you're in racing and you want to get some excellent photographs or a web page or some help with uh, email. You need to get in touch with him. That number, again, is 412-721-2770. Well, Steve, I want to thank you for being with us. Any closing thoughts, anything that you would like to add? No, I just say um, I always uh, I help small businesses make more money. It's basically what I do now. Um, if you want to make more money and you have a small business, hit me up. Um, and then the other thing you mentioned was the whole family aspect that Blair brought in and um I just wanted to mention that too. That's one of the one of the best things they brought in. We have a bunch of family events coming up on our schedule. Um, our next one is the uh, Easter egg hunt, um, but it'll be on the website. Um, our new website just went live yesterday. We integrated it with my race pass, and uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to the twenty four season here coming up. Well, when you mentioned family. Years ago, I was a teacher at Langley High School, and his uncle Bruce was one of my students. So when you talk about family, there's a lot of interconnections there. Just a great family. I'm glad they have the Speedway. I'm glad you're having success there. And I want to thank you for being with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Race fans know by now that Rappin' on Racing takes you behind the scenes with in-depth interviews of drivers, promoters, and racing personalities. But now it's time to go under the hood and see why another local legend laps the competition. Number one, Cochran is Western Pennsylvania's leading automotive retailer and has been earning fans of the tri-state area since 1965. From luxury coupes to heavy-duty trucks and every type of model in between, they have it all. Choose from 19 new car brands plus thousands of pre-owned vehicles. You'll also get number one, Cochran's best price up front with total transparency and absolutely zero hassle. It's known as clearly better car buy and you won't find it anywhere else. Visit a local number one Cochrane store near you or buy online anytime with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Number one Cochrane, proud sponsor of Rappin' on Racing. Main Street Music and Sound is your full-service music store, featuring a huge beginner-to-boutique inventory. Main Street Music maintains a hometown approach to service with personal attention. Customers rely on Main Street Music and Sound for advanced product knowledge, expert in-house repairs, audio-video lighting installations, and years of hands-on experience. Main Street Music features lines that include Anderson, Guitar Works, Bogner, Fender, Gretsch, Yamaha, and more. Main Street Music and Sound is teamed with the highly respected musicians at Bentley and Remetto to provide professional music instruction for just about any instrument at any skill level and at any age. 
Main Street Music and Sound is located at 327 Main Street, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Call 724-382-4633 or email info at MainStreetMusic.com. All right, race fans, joining us tonight is A.J. Flick, one of the winningest sprint car drivers in the tri-state area. A.J., how are you doing? Awesome, Don. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Always enjoy talking to you. Now, I want to tell people when I first met you, it was 1996. I was promoting Motordrome, and I think your dad was getting ready to win all the races that year. And I went up and I talked to your grandmother your mom and you, you probably wouldn't remember because you were real young. And uh, I think Grandma said to me, you know, I like dirt track racing better. And I said, don't tell anybody, but so do I. <laughs> here's, here's the promoter telling people, I think the statute of limitations uh, has passed on that one. So, but, uh, and, and that's true. I mean, I love uh, going, watching asphalt racing, but dirt's my favorite. All right, you started out in the go-karts in 97. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback off what you just mentioned there, too, Don, there's a lot of people that don't realize I basically grew up on the asphalt scene. So, like, my father, he had success in the modified, big block modified division on dirt, um, won the title at uh, Lernerville in 94, won the uh, title at Challenger in 93. I was born in 93, so obviously I was a baby when he did all those things, and I think it was only 95, 96 when he started to transition to asphalt, so... I mean, the majority of my memories are all from that asphalt scene, and it wasn't until the mid, early to mid-2000s when I was finally able to transition back to dirt. But, I mean, like what you said there, my go-kart days, uh, we'd go run at uh, Blanket Hill, Acme, Blairsville, uh, Hunter Hill, any track we could find that was open on uh, the weekend when my dad wasn't racing. So if he was racing, like, Friday at Motordrome, Saturday at Jennerstown, we ended up spending a lot of our go-karting days at Blanket Hills on Sunday. Now, wasn't there a time at the uh, Flick family farm, whatever, that there was a track? Huh. Yeah, um, that was, again, when I was a baby. I have no memories of that. There's a bunch of pictures scattered around the house and the garage and stuff, though, of that racing facility. And um, when my uncle comes down to help at the garage and a bunch of our old buddies, they know where we live. They pop in every now and then, and it's always good to hear the stories again. A lot of them, you hear the same ones over and over, but they're they're always a blast to listen to again. Well, I always enjoyed listening to Doug tell stories, and I think when he talks to me, some of them are even true. From what I hear, Doug's a lot like my grandfather. Good storytellers, both of them. Yes, and I used to enjoy talking to your grandfather up on the hill at Motordrome. He would start out with a cup of coffee when dad was racing and i don't think he even got a sip of the cup but it was empty by the time the race was over he'd be waving his arms you know trying to signal like dad could see him waving the coffee cup or something but whatever okay you did the carts from 97 to 2009 and you picked up 48 wins pretty pretty impressive in the carts then the transition from the carts to the street stocks i mean wow you go you go from a little tiny uh i don't know what a cart weighs to a tank uh for 2010 to 2013 some of your thoughts on that yeah i mean uh the biggest transition was probably due to larry matters um he contacted my father and offered to let me drive a strictly stock back in 
I think it was maybe oh six, oh seven, somewhere around there, and my father just kept telling me, nah, he's too young, he's too young. I was I was about four, 13, 14, and he wouldn't let me do it, but he had a couple uh, evil plans to send me out to race against all the adults in the go-kart division the next couple years, and I got to race against them and realized how ruthless they were, and after we got some experience and had some success running against, obviously, older the older generation, uh, my dad said, I think he's ready to move up, so... Um, Larry was able to put us in that strictly stock for a while. We ran that car off and on for three years. Um, never got any wins with it, but a ton of heat race wins. And we had a couple good finishes and features and stuff. And while that was going on, we were still running a go-kart. Uh, but it was pr- probably 2009 when my dad and I decided that we were going to build our own street stock. We stepped back from the Larry Matters uh, strictly stock ride. We sold the go-karting stuff, and it's been big cars, full bore ever since. Now, that Matters car, as I recall, that was a former Heidelberg car, wasn't it? I don't even know. All I know is it was a tank. I mean, that car weighed 800 pounds more than anything else we were running against. I remember being up at the track one time and seeing you with that, and I thought, boy, this kid's got his hands full. (laughs) I hope that has power steering because it was a tank. Well, then you decided to, uh, and you had seven feature wins in, in the street stocks, but then when you got into the sprints, and I think somewhere 60-plus sprint car feature wins, that's incredible. Yeah, and uh, 28 of the 60 have come in the past 18 to 24 months. That's probably the most amazing part. I, uh, I think we had a lot of success from 2014 to 2020. Yeah, till 2021, but we really seem to hit a stride in 2022 and 2023, and it's been a lot of success since then. Listeners, if you're just joining us, we're talking to A.J. Flick, one of the most successful sprint car drivers on the East Coast. Well, your championships at Larnerville, okay, 2015, 17, 18, 20, 21, 22, and 23, then a Tri-City uh, championships, 22 and 23, and then the Western PA Sprint Speed Week, 22 and 23. I'm thinking there's a lot of sprint car drivers, when they see you come, and they say, geez, I wonder who's going to finish second tonight. <laughs> well, to be honest, I would hope so. Uh, the sad part is we did something extremely stupid in the shop here one night in 2019, and it ended up costing us a uh, night of racing. Um during the regular season at Lernerville, and unfortunately we ended up losing the points title by seven points and I think that one night cost us almost 40 so we could have had eight or nine already and we would have won every single one since 2017 if it wasn't for our little mistake there but uh, I mean Tri-City's been running more often now we missed a couple races there over the past couple years but we've still been good enough and consistent enough to win the points which has been uh, something that we're all proud of here Can we talk about what the mistake was? Uh, um, just the fuel system didn't get cleaned out and we ended up having, we, we transitioned some hoses and things over and we just did things incorrectly. Uh, we didn't put it all back together properly and it caused, it caused a motor running issue. We thought it was electrical and we just didn't pinpoint the issue quick enough and it basically cost us the heat race, the B main. We didn't transfer out anything. So we basically got no points throughout the entire night. Well, I know the maintenance on the cars is excellent. I mean, I've been in the garage on several occasions. Uh, your dad and your grandpap actually uh, painted a tow truck for me, and then uh, grandpap helped me put brakes on a bus back in the dark ages when we were hauling a race car that way. Uh, 
pretty interesting place. Now, when we talk about maintenance, and I know you were still at Penn State, and I asked you uh, why the uh, plan to run a sprint car, and you said you didn't want to spend a whole week ponding out body panels, and with a sprint car, it wouldn't be that bad. Am I on the right page? Yeah, that's a lot of it. I mean, I wanted to go late model racing, and my dad wanted me to go big block modified racing, but the reality of it is that those two divisions are just ridiculously more expensive to compete in at a higher level than what a sprint car is. Um, obviously, the sprint cars require a lot less work as well. Uh, we can we can put in time at the shop and be done with things for we can be we can do a whole night of maintenance and one or two nights of work. So um, then it gives us time to prep tires, uh, prepare, organize the trailer, things of that nature. We're just we're more prepared every time we go to the racetrack, and um, it allows us to run two, three nights a week, which we weren't always doing back in the street stock days and stuff. And my dad tells me all the time about how they used to run three nights a week in the modified and just don't know how they did it. And he's told me horror, horror stories about working on the modifieds and getting cut on the sheet metal all the time, trying to work inside the cockpit. It's just it's a pain in the butt. And I can tell you right now that when I ran the street dog, one of the things I hated to do was take the body off and put the body on all the time. Yeah. Loose buttons wouldn't line up. Rivets would get ripped out of it. I mean, it's, it's an hour process just to put it back on on top of all the washing. I mean, to get, to try and find all the mud and all those body parts and pieces and stuff. Right. It's amazing. I don't, I don't understand how these late model guys do it so many times. They got to have really good crew guys for sure. Yeah. Hey fans, uh, AJ and I are going to need to take a break. We'll be back after these messages. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our fans and competitors alike for an abundantly successful racing season. 2023 was a historic year for Dirt Sponsor Half Mile, and it could not have happened without the support of our marketing partners. Always safe, flagging and traffic control, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, the Coriopolis Record, Crawford Auto Repair, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, RacingJunk.com, Rorick Automotive Group, Rhino Racing Classic, Summit Racing Equipment, CMT Transportation, Yingling Brewer Company, Zarin Truck and Automotive, Zufall Communications. Bigger and better things are currently in the works for 2024. Stay up to date with all of the updates by following us on our social media platforms, including Facebook, X, Instagram, YouTube, and Threads. PPMS.com will have all of the info that you need as we prepare for our season opener in 2024. The new Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, 170 Kelso Road, Imperial, Pennsylvania, PPMS.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights.
right, fans, we're back. We're talking to Sprint Car Champion, A.J. Flick. You mentioned tires, and I know you and all the drivers in all the divisions are going to be dealing with the cost of the tires. What's a right rear tire for a Sprint Car cost today? 320 bucks plus tax. That's incredible. Before I mean, COVID, it was $200. I mean, how, how could COVID make the tires more expensive? I think it was just a lot of uh, COVID annihilated the workforce, and not just for Hoosier, but for all all sorts of manufacturers, whether it was the nylon or the rubber that Hoosier uses, and it just put all these manufacturers into a stranglehold. Um, they couldn't get parts in. Demand was increasing. Um, they, they, they lost a lot of their own work, workforce. They had to hire more people. They could only work two shifts instead of three. I mean, that's just a lot of the rumors and stuff that I heard, which I believe a lot of it to be true. Um, do I believe that the cost of 320 bucks a tire is justified? Absolutely not. And the sad part is it's, it's arguably the most expensive cost on the car from a week-to-week basis, um, maybe besides motor bills and things of that nature. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that tire manufacturers will ruin the sport before anything else. It's just the the costs are unsustainable for what the purses are being paid, and I mean you can't ask for purses to be increased because then your guests have to pay more to enter the facility. Uh, a lot of speedways can't keep up with the purse increase requests, so it's just it's like a double edged sword, you know. Now we're only talking one tire. Let's take all four tires on your car. What's a, an approximate price for all four tires? Yeah, the fronts are about 280 a piece. So now the front tires are even more expensive than what the rear tires were just three, four years ago, which I think is absolutely absurd. Um, the rear tires get mounted on 17 and 15 wide wheels. The fronts get mounted on 8, 9s, and 10s. So, I mean, you can just see in your head there how much of a difference in rubber that is, and yet they're still costing more than what they did four years ago. It's crazy. I mean, you're looking at... You're looking at eleven, twelve hundred dollars for four tires. And what's the life expectancy? Let's say the right rear is probably the most critical. What's the life expectancy of a tire? Uh, depends where you run. Um, Sharon, Mercer, and Lernerville all seem to be pretty good on tires, especially when there's traction in them. Um, Mercer was really bad two years ago. It was cutting tires like nobody's business. We went up there for a race, and it had so much rock and stuff in. We cut four right rear tires in one night. Um, Sharon is really good unless it relays rubber. If it lays rubber, it'll wipe out every tire on your car. And Lernerville's kind of in the same boat. As long as those tracks are prepped well, you can get two, three, four nights out of a tire. Yeah. Um, Tri-City has been getting down to the rocky base a little bit more. Uh, the track has been prepared better recently than in the past. So what we'll normally do is, like, if we put a new tire on for either Lernerville, Port Royal, Mercer, Sharon, whatever it may be, we'll run that tire again at Tri-City and we'll basically use one set of rear tires throughout the whole weekend. Now, just from my point of view here, sitting at my computer in North Carolina, I would say with the costs and the travel and the fuel, it might be necessary to cut back on some of the things that you would like to do going out east, et cetera, et cetera. What's the situation there? Yeah, I mean, that's 100% the truth. I hate to admit it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm ashamed that I can't get out there more often. I'd love to race out there consistently, but I can't go broke doing it. And, I mean, that's just the simple fact of the matter. 
Um, just regarding diesel tolls and rear tire costs for a night at Port Royal, it costs us basically a thousand to twelve hundred dollars just to leave the shop. And I don't see any of those prices getting better anytime soon. So it puts us in a position where just to break even, we need to finish basically sixth place or better, which is ridiculously difficult to do, especially with limited experience since we haven't been able to get out there consistently as much as we want over the past few years. Um, it's a very difficult position to be in. Uh, we try to we try to get out there when it's worthwhile, whether it's big paying shows where the start money is more reasonable. Um, if there's two-day programs, three-night programs like the Tuscarora 50, anytime we can get out there and, and save money on travel but get to run more than one night, we always try to take advantage of it. But with Western PA increasing their purses, most tracks are 3000 to win now, if not more, Western PA Speed Week's 3500 to win. I mean, I just, I, nobody, quite frankly, can justify leaving this area when we know we have such a high probability of success to take that money, take the points money, add to our accolades uh, when we just simply can't finance going out there consistently. Fans, as I mentioned before, if you're just joining us, we're talking to A.J. Flick, multi-time sprint car champion. Uh, when you think about, uh, well, uh, let's talk about your car. You run a, a Maxim chassis. Uh, is that pretty much the uh, chassis of choice around here? Or which? Uh, no, I, I would probably say that Triple X would be the chassis of choice around here. Um, in Western PA, too, I mean... Let's be real. It, it's not the well. It's not the most well-funded area for sprint car racing. So, a lot of Western PA is funded with leftover chassis or used chassis that these teams were able to afford from more successful or bigger money race teams. Triple um, X is typically considered a cheaper brand for sprint car chassis. So, there's a lot of teams out here that have Triple X, and Maxim is by far the most popular brand on the market today. Uh, they just have the most drivers and the most cars out there. So when you're looking for a used car, it's more than likely that you're going to find a used Maxim somewhere. Uh, J&Js aren't that popular anymore, and there's a few RPMs scattered around. But I would say X and Maxim are probably the top two. How about your engine? Who does your engines? Uh, HP Engines. The gentleman's name is Tim. He lives out in Thompson Town, which is about 10 minutes away from Port Royal. And how did you uh, end up with him? <laughs> Um, long story short, we had Gressman Power Sports for the longest time, and we just kept blowing up motors, blowing up motors, blowing up motors. Basically ran ourselves out of money, um, couldn't afford to keep fixing them. We were at Port Royal the third or fourth time that one of those Gressman motors exploded, and uh, we met Tim there, and I didn't even know who he was. He didn't introduce himself to us. He was just looking around in the car, and I kind of wanted to find out who this guy was that was being nosy. I wasn't upset about anything, but just I just wanted to figure out who he was or what he wanted. And I asked him. He introduced himself, and I basically I had heard some things about him from Dan Shetler and a few other drivers out here. Nothing but good news. So I asked him if he'd be willing to at least diagnose it for me, and then we could go from there. I mean, I told him I didn't have any money to to fix the motor at that point. I said, but I just couldn't go back to what we were doing because it would just continue to cost us money, and I needed to figure out what our next step would be before it was too late. So Tim offered to do that. He gave us a diagnosis within the next month or two. Uh, we decided to swap our entire program over to HP Engines, and it was probably probably six to eight months later 
that we were able to get enough money gathered together from winning races and things like that that we could finally rebuild the engine that we kept blowing up and uh, move on from there. And, and honestly, Dawn switching to HP engines was probably the turning point in my career. That is wonderful. Um, now, the uh, dad's the crew chief. Oh, before we get into that, and I, th- I find this fascinating, 1973, Grandpap won the late model championship at Larnerville. 1994, yep. Dad won the big block modified championship at Larnerville. And 2015, you won your first sprint car championship. So I guess every 21 years, <laughs> a flick's going to win the championship, but you're way ahead of the curve nah, with all the championships <laughs> that you already have. But that's quite a uh, resume for, for your family, you know, Grandpap and Dad yeah. and you. Yeah, and all three were in separate premier divisions, obviously, late yeah. model, modified, and sprint cars. So yeah. I think that's really special. I think we were the first family to have three generations win a title at Lernerville and uh, possibly the first to have three win them in all three separate divisions as well. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And, I mean, no matter what happens, if something ever happens to Lernerville Speedway, that's something that our family has etched in the history books forever. Forever. Hey, AJ and I are going to need to take another break, and we'll be back after a word from a couple of our sponsors. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, Give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Main Street Music and Sound is your full-service music store, featuring a huge beginner-to-boutique inventory. Main Street Music maintains a hometown approach to service with personal attention. Customers rely on Main Street Music and Sound for advanced product knowledge, expert in-house repairs, audio-video lighting installations, and years of hands-on experience. Main Street Music features lines that include Anderson, Guitar Works, Bogner, Fender, Gretsch, Yamaha, and more. Main Street Music and Sound is teamed with the highly respected musicians at Bentley and Remetto to provide professional music instruction for just about any instrument at any skill level and at any age. Main Street Music and Sound is located at 327 Main Street, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Call 724-382-4633 or email info at MainStreetMusic.com. 
And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, fans, we're back again. We're talking to A.J. Flick, one of the most successful sprint car drivers on the East Coast, and I am very happy to consider the Flick family friends of mine. Now, they give me a bad time most of the time, but I can deal with it. You know, I was a tough kid when I was little, and I still remember defending myself in Pittsburgh. But, hey, this doesn't happen by accident, and you got a lot of people that help you. Some of them every night, and some of them come when they can. Let's acknowledge some of your sponsors. Yeah, I mean, i got to start off with the family and the girlfriend first and foremost, my mother and father for everything they do, my girlfriend Ashley for her continued support. Um, we've come a long way. We've, I mean, most of my success have come, has come with Ashley by my side, so I really appreciate her and everything she goes through to make sure we get to the track all the time. Um, my entire crew, um, Joe, Dave, Brian, my uncle Doug puts in a lot of hours. Uh, these guys are all extremely important to me. You can't do this without a team. I mean, maybe you could, but you'd wear yourself so thin that you wouldn't have much success on track because you wouldn't even be able to focus. So um, we have a lot of good people personally backing us that are willing to see me have success, that enjoy having success with us, and that means a lot. As for our partners, uh, we have great support from the people that have been backing us, whether they've been friends for a long time or a little bit. Um, the Ferguson Heating and Air Conditioning, Fence by Maintenance Service, Ternaga Construction, Worthington Industries, uh, Red Robin Gourmet Burgers, Molly Piston. We're working on trying to get some new partners added to the scene here as well. Um, my buddy Fast Andy wants to help out. Uh, there's a few others as well, but we just kind of kind of got to finalize the sponsorship packages there. So um, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but hopefully we have a little bit of luck here in the next coming weeks and we can finalize some of these partnerships before our season starts in March of Port Royal. Interesting scenario uh, with Ashley. Not only is she very pretty, but she's from a racing family, so you didn't have to train her. <laughs> yeah, I actually met her at the racetrack. That's where we first laid eyes on each other. Yeah. She was hanging out with modified people, though, so I kind of had to get her fixed over to the sprint car side. So there was a little re-education process. <laughs> she, she is a, a little bit. She's a good sport because the women, whether it's mom, the wife, the girlfriend, the sister, they are oftentimes the glue that help keep things together because if you have a female that's not happy with the team, Bad things happen, and we won't go into that. Um, now, you're racing. I, 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 do, I do absolutely agree with that, though, Don. Uh, just, to, just to interrupt you real quick, um, if you look at any successful race car driver in the past, uh, very rarely will you find one that didn't have a good support system behind them. So right. um, I know I, I say that mainly because I got to see what my mother put up with growing up. And, yeah. I mean, she's the absolute workhorse of the family, the things that she dealt with. I mean, even what she continues to deal with and things that she does to help me, whether it's uh, handle finances so I don't have to worry about it. I mean, her and Ash are huge in the merch and the shipping department side of things, especially my mother, um, getting the orders together, uh, helping me maintain the online store, things like that. And all this stuff happens behind the scenes that I physically just couldn't do by myself. Um, and like I said earlier, uh, it's it's all any any talented race car driver typically has a good woman behind them let's talk about the merchandising what do you want to talk about well if somebody wanted to get one of your t-shirts or a body panel off the car or whatever what would the uh, procedure be uh just ajflickracing.com there's a little gear tab on there go up to the gear tab and you can search every item 
Uh, we've got a ton of items listed on there, uh, things for kids, things for adults, all kinds of shirts and T-shirts from our successes that we've had, 2023 cars. I'll get 2024 cars out. We have Western PA Speed Week Champion shirts, just all kinds of things, um, body panels that can come autographed, like you said. And we're currently doing a raffle right now. Uh, unfortunately, it'll be done before your show ends, but it's something for fans to to stay updated on throughout the course of the year. We're doing a raffle right now for an old racing suit that I'll autograph, and all the proceeds that we raise from this raffle go directly to uh, the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. It'll help benefit the Alzheimer's research. So um, that's something special for us. And uh, I mean, I don't even I don't even want to take any credit for it. I know I said it, but I don't want to take credit for it because we're just the ones helping to raise the money for it. Uh, the people that really mean the most are the scientists and researchers that are going in to help find cures for this disease. That's a wonderful effort. Now, uh, your heroes, obviously your dad, but who else? you got a couple other heroes. Uh, I mean, just, just guys I grew up idolizing uh, in racing. Brian Burkhofer, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get into late models, just everything that that man has done and um, the races I got to witness him win and race in and some of the uh, memories he's created for me, just watching highlight videos, things like that. Um, any race that I ever went to, that guy always gave me his time, whether it was five to ten minutes. He always seemed genuinely interested in me, and as I grew up, I realized how stupid some of the stuff was that I said and some of the things I went to him to talk about, and yet he never made me feel that way when I was a kid. So, um, I mean, that's probably probably number one besides my dad. Uh, I'd love to consider my grandfather an idol, even though I never got to meet him. Um, Daniel Soski. Uh, I was a big Jimmy Johnson fan of NASCAR for a long time, too. So, yeah, I mean, just uh, a lot of people that I'd like to consider role models. But uh, the other thing, too, I think a lot of these guys were all the same. They always, I was, I always seemed to be attracted to guys that tried to stay humble but still had a ton of success. They were never largely outspoken, um, things of that nature. It's just, I, I'd rather have that than loudmouth, you know? Well, you inherited something from your favorite drivers that I think is important, and it's how you interact with the kids. I've seen so many pictures of you with a little kid. You give him an autograph. He's getting his picture taken. Maybe he's in victory lane with you. That's the secret of success for so many teams because if the kids are happy, they're going to bug mom and dad to come back to the races again. And my favorite quote, kids in racing, it came from Lynn Geisler. He said, wouldn't regular people like to be in a situation where their kids can't wait until the weekend to be with mom and dad? Yeah, 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 I totally agree with that. Now, you had a lot of memorable races, but let's talk about some of them. Uh, the 13th Annual Port Royal Living Legends Dream Race, that had to be a big one. Yeah, that was that was a special race for many reasons. Um, that was 2019. Uh, we were really quick at Port Royal in 2019. I mean, if if I could somehow find that speed and get back to that, I'd be a very happy man. But um, I think we were a top three car every night at Port Royal. Uh, we were always really consistent. We could run up front, front basically at will. Um, we were up front in the in both Bob Weikert races and cut tires down. We were up front in both. Central PA Speed Week races and cut tires down. I think, I mean, we were in the top two of all four of those races and cut tires down. I was leading the Greg Hodnick Classic in 2019, which was obviously the year after he passed away. One of the races that I wanted to win more than anything. 
Um, unfortunately, we cut a tire down with eight to go there. We were just having all kinds of stupid tire issues. It cost us a ton of success, a ton of money. Um, but sure enough, the stars aligned for us in that dream race that year. Um, we ended up starting third or something like that. We won the prelim night for 2000 bucks, and then the dream race was 10000 We ended up passing for the win late in that and won that race. And even though, in my eyes, it wasn't the most prestigious, because I, I probably wanted to win the Wiker and the Greg Hodnick Classic more, the dream race at that time paid more money than all those other races. So, in a way, it was a very good payback for our for our race team. Two tribute races that had to be very important, Dal Carnahan and then the one for Dave Hartman. Yeah, um, you know you know how important Dow was. Yeah. Um, you and your you and your history with Dow and Dow's history with our sport and especially in the Western PA area goes uh, beyond reaches. Quite honestly, um, I grew up listening to Dow announce races at Lernerville and Motordrome and. Anytime my dad won a race, when I was on the backstretch at Motors Drome, um, and I always had to run around turns three and four with mom to go to victory lane with dad, uh, it was always Dow that was doing interviews and announcing and things like that. So uh, when I won my first street stock race, it was with Dow. My first sprint car race was with, was with Dow. So he obviously meant a lot to me and my family. Winning that race was extremely important. And then uh, Dave Hartman, uh, he was the owner of Fence by Maintenance Service. He passed away in the beginning of 2022. Um, we have a buddy, his name, we call him Fast Andy. He put up extra money for that Hartman uh, tribute race, Hartman Memorial Race. And um, it was a very strange race. Uh, tip, typical flick luck. We make it through the heat transfer, but we pull the worst possible pill you, you can to start for the feature. We started 10th out of 10. I kind of, I mean, the track was real slick. I figured it was going to be hard to get to the front. I figured I needed some cautions, and sure enough, there was absolutely no caution. Um, we come around. I finally, finally track the leader down with, I think, two to go. I take the lead. We cross for the white flag, and sure enough, if the first caution doesn't come out with one to go. After I, after I finally go through all that work to get the lead, but um, we ended up finishing it off. We stayed out front. We got the win for the first tribute race, which was extremely special. Um, I definitely teared up in victory lane. I know most of his family was there. They teared up in victory lane. Fast Andy, who put up the money, teared up in victory lane. It was a very emotional night for me, for sure. Well, I want to thank you. I hope the listeners enjoy this interview as much as I did, because I'd say I had maybe 80% of your stats here. But then when I pulled all my notes together, it's like, Wow, I knew this kid was good, but he's even better than I thought. Well, we're going to try and add to those stats this year for you so that next year when we call, we can add another 10, 15 minutes to this talk, okay? I like that. Well, I want to thank you for being with us, and I hope 2024 is even better than all the other years combined. Okay, thank you very much, Don. You guys have a good day. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our fans and competitors alike for an abundantly successful racing season. 2023 was a historic year for Dirt Sponsor Half Mile, and it could not have happened without the support of our marketing partners. Always safe, flagging and traffic control, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, the Coriopolis Record, Crawford Auto Repair, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, RacingJunk.com, Rorick Automotive Group, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Summit Racing Equipment, TMT Transportation, Yingling Brewer Company, Zarin Truck and Automotive, Zufall Communications. 
Bigger and better things are currently in the works for 2024. Stay up to date with all of the updates by following us on our social media platforms, including Facebook, X, Instagram, YouTube, and Threads. PPMS.com will have all of the info that you need as we prepare for our season opener in 2024. The new Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, 170 Kelso Road, Imperial, Pennsylvania, PPMS.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third generation race car driver. And we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. My grandpa Lou is the reason why my dad and I started racing and I'm really proud to follow on his tracks. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. I've learned a lot on this journey with my grandpa Lou, and the memories of my grandpa will always be with me. And in our family, we're used to getting involved, and I encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to caring for your loved ones. When I think about Alzheimer's and the impact it had on my family, I recognize that losing a race isn't such a bad day after all. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Talking about Alzheimer's can be really tough, but if you notice something, have a conversation with your loved one. Encourage them to see a doctor or offer to go with them. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. I'd like to take a minute to talk to you about Steve Scarupa Photography. Steve specializes in wedding photography and shoots landscapes for fun. He has separate websites for both brides and weddings. He shoots some badass photos, sometimes people, sometimes racing, and sometimes nature. Steve's work is excellent. You can check him out at stevescarupaphotography.com or 412brides.com, which is his wedding website. Steve is your go-to guy for the best photographs in the tri-state area. You won't be disappointed. I'd like to take a minute and thank all the photographers that provide the beautiful pictures that we use on the Rappin' on Racing Facebook page. At Lernerville, it's Jason Brown. At Pittsburgh, it's Steve Scarupa. Jennerstown is Benji Husick. Latrobe, Howie Bayless. Now, Howie and Scott Goodman travel around a lot, and we get pictures from them for specific racing events. And we thank all these people for their wonderful work. 
Race fans know by now that Rappin' on Racing takes you behind the scenes with in-depth interviews of drivers, promoters, and racing personalities. But now it's time to go under the hood and see why another local legend laps the competition. Number one, Cochran is Western Pennsylvania's leading automotive retailer and has been earning fans of the tri-state area since 1965. From luxury coupes to heavy-duty trucks and every type of model in between, they have it all. Choose from 19 new car brands plus thousands of pre-owned vehicles. You'll also get number one, Cochran's best price up front with total transparency and absolutely zero hassle. It's known as clearly better car buy and you won't find it anywhere else. Visit a local number one Cochrane store near you or buy online anytime with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Number one Cochrane, proud sponsor of Rappin' on Racing. I want to take a minute and thank our marketing partners. Number one Cochrane Automotive, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and RPS Financial Solutions. Without these people, we would not be able to do Rappin' on Racing, and I thank them. If tomorrow all the things were gone, Work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Where there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say
number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on.